everybody. How's it going? It is Jason. And Carlos. And we are here with Ancient Geek, episode number two. That's right. We we are actually going to do this twice, at least. <laughs> Maybe more. So the two of you who have downloaded the first one can hear it again. That's right. And um, we're going to ask you since we know you. <laughs> so yeah. we've been tracking who's actually touching this thing. But yeah, this is going to be our second one. Um, hopefully, you know, like I said, we're going to get better and better with time. The audio for me should sound much better for those of you who are listening along. I don't have the junky headset anymore. I actually went out and picked up a decent one. Got the uh, the Turtle Beach thing, uh, very similar to what you're using there, Carlos. Yep, I've got the Call of Duty Ghosts headset. Uh, I've just got the uh, blue, looks like a PlayStation version, but it was a good deal, so I went ahead and picked it up. Excellent. Okay, so, yeah, so hope everybody's having a good week. It's the 17th of March, 2017. Top and of the morning to you. Top of the morning to you. It is. Uh, it, is uh, uh, it is. It is St. Patrick's Day. I actually got a little green on right now myself, so I legitimately did something about it. I did absolutely nothing about it. But the Pope did. The Pope did? Yeah, did you not hear? He he told everyone who fasts during Lent that today was optional because it was St. Patty's Day. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. I guess not the, sure the, I guess he had to party. Not, not sure the theology behind that one. <laughs> He's the greatest Pope ever. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, flipping through the little section of Lent in the Bible and he noticed a little a little scrawled in note. Uh, unless it's St. Patrick's Day, in which case green beer must be taken. <laughs> you don't know. He might be a fan of green beer. He might be. Green he beer, shamrock. Be. He might like Lucky Charms. We don't know. He could be a shamrock shake guy. It's that time of year. Those things are disgusting. I, they absolutely are, but you know people line up for them. Because 25 cents of everyone sold to this week you know, goes to Ronald McDonald's house. Like He needs a bigger damn house. <laughs> yeah, right. A creepy clown. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm joking about that. I know what Ronald McDonald House is. Of course. It's a, it's a great thing for kids and their illnesses to recover or try to recover. And a good friend of mine taught tennis there for a very long time here in the one in Atlanta. And actually, he passed away two years next Friday. He raved about it, so obviously it was a good place. Oh, and I, I don't doubt that it's a great thing. I know it is, actually. And not to not to start everything down on a down note there but uh my my comment was my joke really was more about uh really the shamrock shake that's what's going to contribute to him it couldn't be something like the mcrib where people go crazy about it you know it's good they got the shamrock shake people buy two to three of those things like first day they come out so they won't miss it the shamrock shake you just kind of pass by you know yeah, yeah exactly and now it's the shamrock mint shake so they add chocolate mint to it uh yeah uh, never had one Probably not going to start now, so I'm good. If I want to shake, I'm going to go to, I don't know, Sonic. I'm going to go to Brewster's, somewhere that's a real shake place. Oh, I tell you what, and not having a Brewster's in Florida is both a blessing and a curse. Uh, I do miss them. And Katie and I actually talked about that tonight. We are like, we really want to go to Brewster's. And there is just not one down here, which is great for our wallet and probably our figures. But at the same time, I don't know what I'm going to do when Christmas rolls around and I can't get my eggnog. Yeah, the eggnog ice cream they have is fantastic. Yes, it is. They have all those weird concoctions at Christmas. Yeah, and it's not like Ben and Jerry's up in the Northeast where they give it funky names and they do fun stuff. This is just straight up. It's on a it's on a board when you pass by. It says, "Hey, we we put graham crackers in ice cream. Come have some." You you know which what plates disappointed me with their eggnog shake? 
Cookout. Oh, Cookout? Cookout really? has 40 different shakes. Went a couple of years ago and got the eggnog one. Worst thing ever. Tasted like rotten eggs. Oh. It was not not good. That makes no sense. Why would... No. I, eggnog's one of those sacred things, man. You know, the government only lets us have it one month a year. So, do you know, you, you're going to say you got something eggnog. You better make it make it go of quality. Yeah. And it was... Oh, it was not now... I'm waiting for spring because we're going to get the, uh, what's it called? Um, the watermelon shake from them, which at the bottom has like half a watermelon in it. It's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, but watermelon's like mostly water. So I don't know how that's going to work they out. They freeze it. So you get little half frozen chunks at the bottom. Like ice. Yeah, sort of. <laughs> but in ice cream, you know. Uh, well, as long as it doesn't taste like ice milk, that's okay, just okay, so that's just screwed up. Here you go. How close are you to Lakeland, Florida? Uh, Lakeland? That's about 30 minutes from here, maybe. There's a Brewster's. How close are you to Altamont Springs? I have no idea. Okay, there's a Brewster's there. Those are the only two near you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, that's fine. I'm not going to put a 30-minute drive in because uh, the Starbucks is about five minutes away, and they do Frappuccinos, which uh, will hit the spot. They're also Satan. Starbucks is not Satan. Yes, Starbucks is Satan. Not at all. They're slowly taking over. You'll see. You'll see when you get to hell. You're going to hell if you're drinking Starbucks. No, is that what it is? Yes. I'm going to show up down there, and there's going to be a big line at the Starbucks and just one person working it. A big, giant lake of poop and one Starbucks guy at the end of the lake of poop. Uh, Did you ever see that... um... Robot Chicken, where they had the the, mer- the girl in the mermaid suit. Yeah. And um, the, the two guys are arguing over what their company was going to do, their new company, Starbucks. They were either going to make coffee or sell mermaid porn. And so the, the mermaid splits her tail and lifts up the legs, and they're like doing the mermaid porn shoot, and then the camera fall, the, the light falls and kills her. She goes, oh, I guess it's, uh, I guess it's coffee then. <laughs> wow. You know, Every time you – so everybody who's listening, go look at the logo for Starbucks. It literally looks like a mermaid pulling her tail up as if there were legs. It's mermaid porn. Wow. I can't not see it now. I'm staring at it right now. It's it's horrible. <laughs> I've just ruined Starbucks for all of you. Oh, there you go. Have a good evening. <laughs> Play me off, Sam. Well, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that's right. I'm done. I'm out. Okay, so um, so for those of you who listened to the last one, we, we kind of went into it unprepared. This time, I actually did a little bit, and I want to emphasize the word little bit of preparation here. Um, so one of our listeners sent us something, shock and amazement, um, but they sent us a list of the top ten most famous geek arguments. And the idea here is for us to both weigh in on it. Uh, we're going to call ourselves the Ancient Geek Podcast. We need to have opinions about these things. So, <clears throat> yeah, we're just, just going to jump right into that and see. Uh, now, I don't know who decided these are the ten most famous geek arguments, but apparently it has been decided by the, the royal they. So let's just go here. We'll start at ten and we'll work our way up to number one, which the astute of you in the audience could probably guess by the time we get there what it's going to be because some of these are pretty famous. Uh, so number ten, Freddy or Jason? Ah, that's easy, Freddy. Number nine. No. <laughs> <laughs> now, now wait a minute. Uh, so I, you know, I, I'm not not that we plan this out, but I'll play the devil's advocate a little bit here. If you take that movie, was it 2000? What two? 2003? 2003, right? So there's a movie that tried to approach the topic, but realistically, the point is they're both unkillable super demons. Who would win? 
And we're not talking about the first Friday the 13th where it's the mom. We're legitimately talking about the future space Jason, you know, Manhattan Jason, silly unkillable person uh, who, who may or may not really just be an incarnation of whoever puts the mask on because all the different versions is just somebody behind the mask. So if the mask is the omnipotent force and um, with Freddy, it is either um, Robert England or, or someone else, but who's wearing the claw – who would win in a battle, I think, is kind of the, okay, first, the point of what we're trying of all, to get to. Shut up. Don't ever say that anybody but Robert England wore the glove. <laughs> well, you know, he picked his predecessor. And right? he messed so... up and he understood. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I, no no, no offense to the ginger that played him in the last one. Aww. He was okay. Earl, Earl Harvey Oswald, whatever his name was. Yeah, but he's halfway to being Freddy. He has no soul as a ginger, right? That's the rule. Yeah. That's what I've heard. But he, he was okay. It wasn't, eh. So, okay, let's take this to reality. Well, movie reality. There's no way either one can fight each other. No way. Freddy only kills people, number one, in their dreams, so Jason doesn't sleep because he's some demon. And number two, Freddy di- Freddy's nightmares are from people from Elm Street's children who the parents killed him in the boiler room. That's it. He has a select few, and those are the people he goes after. Well, okay, so, yeah, uh, I'll play the counter-argument here before I tell you how I really fell down, fall down on the whole argument. So uh, you've got a really good point. I don't know that I can refute the fact that Jason doesn't sleep because uh, he's stupid and slow and awkward and doesn't seem to sleep. But I will counter that uh, in very few and rare occasions has he been seen in daylight. So perhaps he is nocturnally misaligned. He's vampiric, perhaps, even in his sleep patterns where he sleeps during the day and is only out at night because the majority of his killing is when it's dark. Vampires are demons. Oh, no, no. Vampires are not demons. They're undead. That's a demon-esque type character. Uh, even still. Okay. Uh, fine. So is Freddy, right? They're both kind of, you know, different versions of, of something that's slow and methodically destroying people. Um, the, Freddy actually did kill more than the people that were the sons and daughters of Elm Street. He killed some of the associated folks around them in some of the later movies. Now, granted, that's taking canon into the later movies, but I think it's only fair. If, if you're going to continue to roll forward with the franchise and throw new crap out there, then we have to take that into account. So I think if everything aligned, there's a possibility the two of them could go at each other. So in that case, you know, who's going to win, right? Freddy. Freddy's fast and smart, but he's only effective in a dream. And uh, Jason's slow and stupid and awkward, but is completely and impossible to kill. Freddy has shown you twice that he has won. Okay. Okay. In the movie that you're speaking about, Freddy versus Jason, at the end of the movie, Jason cuts off his head. He's dead, right? And in the last shots, you see him open his eyes and start laughing. So obviously he's not dead. In Jason's own movie, Jason goes to hell. At the end of the movie, his mask falls to the ground. And what comes up from hell and grabs the mask? Freddy's claw. So that I, I have yet to see a definitive Jason one. But obviously that one, Freddy won. He got the mask. And then in the second one, you can dispute they fought for a while more, but he didn't die. So you you raise a really good point that makes me want to make the following argument. What if the most current incarnation of Freddy, the ginger, is the second Freddy 
But the Jason incarnate, the current, is actually Freddy wearing the Jason mask. And the Jason mask makes Freddy Jason. And he's really Jetty. Or Frayson, whichever you prefer. Frayson is he's too too big to be Freddy. And he doesn't talk and he doesn't talk and give his witty repartee. Right, but it's like the Jim Carrey mask, right? It takes over you. It take, takes you to a new place. Remember that chick was Jason, but she looked like a freaking you know linebacker when she had the mask on. Yeah, it's it's too far of a stretch. I I don't know. I I myself think Freddy would win. I I love Jason. Love him to death. Kane Hodder, the man could tell a story without saying a word, but. I just can't allow Jason to win. And that might just be, uh, as a kid, I did not enjoy horror movies till I was, like, well in high school. Did not like them. And then these guys showed up and, wait, wait, you're allowed to kill people and have fun at it? You know, for me, it was Freddy who would win the argument. But Jason, at the same time, he does those moves with his neck that, tell you what's going to happen. And I'm sorry, when you grab two teenagers making love in a sleeping bag and slap them up against the tree to kill them, that's that's beauty. That's what I'm saying. Look, he stretched the the cord between two trees and sliced off a, the neck of a cop. I, it, there, there's some creative genius there. And it's not just the name thing where we you know, happen to have the same name. I, I would say of these two, they definitely would kill any of the other 80s villains. Uh, you know, they would definitely take out the whole Hellraiser with the Silobots and all that other stuff. No questions there. Um, they basically prism rape Michael Myers, as far as I'm concerned. They're not even in the same league. So it's really down to these two guys. Uh, you know, and at the end of the day, uh, I don't know where I would come down on the, the, the battle, putting them up against each other, you know, deathmatch style. But I'll tell you this, I'm going to agree with you on Freddy, and I'm going to agree with you for one reason. Freddy's Nightmares the television show where he did a Crypt Keeper Twilight Zone-esque version of telling bedtime stories with a humorous twist, and I enjoyed it. Therefore, anyone who's smart enough to make me laugh at a scary demon figure like that is going to win. So I'm coming down on Freddy with you. I'll totally agree. See, I told you. We, should, we didn't even need to have it. Sorry, I said Freddy. We should have moved on to number nine. Uh, but I'm going to make you justify yourself because you know there's somebody out there whenever in the future someone comes back and listens to this version – that was losing their ever-loving mind on Jason, like screaming up and down. And we can't just be dismissive and walk away on that one. Yes, I can. It's my podcast. Ah, well, wait. wait. You know hold what? Your dis- you know what? This hold is, your dismissal. This is to you, listener. <laughs> this is to you. Hate me. Go ahead. I dare you to fight with me. Bring it under. <laughs> bring it on the Facebook. Ancient geeks. Come on. I dare you. I will knock you there. out of the park. I'm. I'm holding up the bat. It's true. It's true. Come along. I'm popping the popcorn. I want to see this. this I'm holding the bat out to wherever center field, left field, wherever babe held, babe held it, and I'm daring you fight me on this. Nice. And, and, <laughs> and if you want to, we will meet in a dark corner somewhere. I'm not going to tell you where because I'm going to get the surprise, and I will just snap your neck and we're done. And then make a joke. Bring it, bring it to the Facebook. Uh, you know, send us a message. Get, get a message to us if you think you know. You think you want to go toe to toe here? You want to bring something to the table? Definitely bring it. We will bring it onto the podcast. I will air it, and I will take your. I'll even put this out there. I will take your position if you can form a cognitive thought to be able to stand up to the likes of Carlos. If you think you can go toe to toe, I will even do the toe to toe for you, just in cases he's daunting. You know, I'll, I'll do it. I'll make your argument for you, but don't give me. Powder puff arguments. Bring something solid and consistent. Bring an exact reason, and the, the geekier the better. 
and we'll do this. But really, you know, speaking of being dismissive, let's look at number nine here. I, I think this may be a better candidate for that. Is Pluto a planet? No, he's a dog. <laughs> exactly what I thought when I read this. Oh, you want to know why it's called Pluto? All the trees have bark. Oh. <laughs> okay. So my position on this has always been, yes, it's a planet. Okay, I understand it's, what, a dwarf planet? Yeah, so in 2006, a, a bunch of folks in the Astronomical Union, which who knew those guys unionized, uh, got together and said, well... well it's like meteorologists. There's a chief meteorologist. I didn't know they traveled in packs. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, they got together and they just uh, they looked at it and said, look, it's smaller than our moon. If our moon's a moon and not a planet... Then Pluto can't be a planet. It's really just a way far out moon or something else. They argued and they ended up on that dwarf planet, took it out. And now suddenly it's not a planet anymore. My whole take on this was, I'm sorry, it was, it was a what? What are those two words again? Dwarf planet. Oh, wait, you said planet. So it's still a planet. Dummies. You think you're so smart. You can't say it's not a planet and then describe it as a dwarf planet. It, you still said the word planet. You've got to come up with something better. Okay. My issue. It's been it's been around forever. It's not that it should stay there because it's been around forever. But when was it? Two thousand six? You took it out. Two thousand six. Yeah, two thousand six. Okay. And then what? A couple of years later we found Planet X. Yep. Just yep. Uh, well guess what? Planet X's name now is Pluto. You know, I, I think we've actually had this conversation in our last podcast as well. You could have just started calling Planet X Pluto and no one would have known the difference. No, we're not going to Pluto. No, nobody's like, oh, we gotta strive, make space before the Russians. We gotta make it to Pluto. No, no, no. It was the what was it, the Voyager or whatever that probe was that went by and took all those pictures. All you had to do is come out and go, <laughs> just kidding, missed it. It took some pictures of this really cool rock out there, but that wasn't Pluto. Pluto's still wherever Planet X is supposed to be. Exactly. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be upset that you tricked me with a planet. Exactly. Right. Now, how many how many planets are in our solar system? Our solar system is made up of nine planets. Exactly. Right. And they yep. just found an exact universe with planet with nine planets, with a major star being the one that drives it, like the sun. And I think it's eight of the or seven of the planets are almost Terran. You know, Earth livable, viable Earth type planets. So if that's the solar system, and it's just like ours, we've taken away one of our planets. We got to take away one of their planets. And I say nuclear war is the only way we can do this. But no, in in, in reality, it's it's just it's like what I'm saying. It's Planet X showed up. Just make Planet X Pluto. There's no reason to get rid of Pluto. It's a dwarf planet. It's like a little planet. It's a dwarf. Man, don't make fun of its size. Just let it be a thing. I, I like Neil deGrasse Tyson for the most part, and everybody else is involved in that. I don't know why I'm picking on him, uh, other than he's the American, I think, that was on it. and He, he kind of said it on the news when I heard it, so I'm, I'm kind of blaming you, Neil, out there, if you're listening. Uh, I like what you do. I like you. It's good stuff. But for the most part, you had no business messing with this one. You should have worried about other things. Uh, you should have got on that Cosmo show a little faster, because that was epic, and you should have been doing that earlier. So get away from Pluto. We'll leave our planets alone. It's still a planet. I'm with you. Okay, we both agreed. Two for two. Yep. Uh, okay, so Planet. next one. Uh, shifting shifting our geeky gears and moving over into the world of comics, 
who would win the juggernaut versus the blob? Ooh, ooh, who cares? <laughs> well, it's the uh, it's the omnipotence paradox, right? So juggernaut is an unstoppable force. Blob is the immovable object. Well, then what if happens they if clash they clash together, the, uniform, the, the universe explodes. That's the theory. That's the theory. If the immovable force ever hits the unstoppable force, we're done. So let's keep these two people away from each other. And second of all, let's really let's really dig into this. The Juggernaut, when he first started, was a fat guy in a bullet dome helmet. When yeah. we first saw the Blob, he was just a fat guy in a really bad suit. He's in like a uh, like a like a wrestler onesie. Yes, it's not even yeah. a suit, man. It's a, it's like a. It's supposed to be able to contain his mass because his whole power is to change into anything as long as it can it consists of the same mass. So he's not hiding behind trees or nothing for the X Men. No, no, no. Right. He, he he's just there. He's, he's just and he dense. can't. I think he can't turn mechanical. He can't have running gears. So. He's almost as good as one of the Wonder Twins in a fight. Shape of, ooh, block of cement. Hey, let's all hide behind the block of cement. No, 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 no. Not cement, because uh, one of them could turn to animals, and one of them could turn to liquids. And uh, remember, Jace could turn to liquids, so he would turn into a bucket of water, and he could have been defeated by an evil sponge. Yes. Just pointing that out. Yeah, so there's the blob. Now, the Juggernaut, over the years, has become basically the rock in a stupid bullet dome helmet. His outfit has not changed. He has all those bands around his muscles. Now, I'm, I'm going to throw this out. I am not a Marvel person. So okay, we'll hold on to that because you know that one's probably coming farther down the list. Yeah, so I do not care about either one of these two. The Blob, all I remember is the Blob, when the toys came out was the crappiest toy to come out. All it did was you would push his stomach and it would go in, you let go, and it would fill back up. It was just rubber. Okay, well, you're going to sit over here in the corner from now on. <laughs> you, you and Wonder Woman can sit over here in the corner and do absolutely nothing. And then the Juggernaut, you know, he has the fist that shoots out and can hit you, and he, he did stuff. And he had he had the best line ever in an X-Men book. They ask him who the hell he is. He says, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Yeah, so you know where that comes from, right? Yeah, from the uh, YouTube. Yeah, the YouTube guy that appeared. And uh, you, you got to give it credit. It's, don't you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> that guy that was doing the, the voiceover. Yeah, it's like the, the G.I. Joe PSAs. <sighs> yeah, that, that – uh, look that guy – look that up, guys, gals who are listening. Uh, I'm the juggernaut, bitch. I think you'll find it on YouTube. You'll know you're in the right place when when they go, I'm going to hit you with my pimp cane. That's the one. <laughs> oh. uh, so, uh, yeah, the uh, the only thing that I had on this one, y you could go either way. I, to me, the blob has been moved. So if he stood his ground and the Hulk moved him, uh, the Hulk versus the Juggernaut may be a better, better argument. Probably actually would have been better to be honest with you, but not so. Well, that's not what's on the list. But if you think about it, uh, if they're going at it, I'm like you. I don't really care. You guys can just kind of go at it in the corner. If the blob manages to knock the helmet off, then Charles can shut down Juggernaut, and the Juggernaut's useless. I, I, I'm, I'm very much with you in this one. I, I don't really have a, a stake in the game. I think the, the Juggernaut's probably gonna 
probably going to win here. Just just because I, I prefer his character. And I don't like the jacked up, stupid version. I, even the old guy probably would have won. Because once he gets going, you know, he can do what he needs to do. But I don't, I don't know that he's going to defeat the blob so much as he could just manhandle him until somebody was tired. And and that's the counter argument. You know, it's the Homer Simpson version. He's going to win the – the blob could potentially win the match by just standing there and letting the juggernaut wear himself out. That's true. But have you yes. seen the size of the blob? The juggernaut at least yeah. has muscles. Blob looks like Uncle Herb. All right? Uncle Herb yeah. came out in his old wrestling outfit. All you got to do is egg him on to come over towards you. He may take two steps and be like, ooh, ooh, hold on a second. Ooh. Well, see, hang on. Hang on. Let me stop right there. I have to point out what you just did subconsciously, which was a point I was going to make as well. He does look like a really tired Dusty Rose. You even did the voice. I don't think you realized it, but you just turned the blob into Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> that's, he, that's him. He just that's comes he over. Is. He came out and just told somebody, hard times. The Marvel Universe, we're having hard times. When an American auto worker loses his job and gets a replacement, go watch. For all the years he's been there, there's hard times, ladies and gentlemen. So, yeah. So, Dusty Rhodes is the blob. I think so too. I I, th- I think he, they they very much whoever's drawing the blob was clearly watching Dusty Rose. We're three for three. We're three for three. Let's move on to number seven. Would sex with Superman kill Lois Lane? Let's move on to number six. DC has explained <laughs> this one already. See everybody. Okay, first of all, I have read I read Superman comics from when I was a kid to the point they started sucking about a couple of years ago. The minute, the minute that Superman came back from the dead and they had four Supermen and Superman in black and red and blue Superman, we're done. I was done with them. Thank you very much, Superman. We had a good run. It's not you. It's me. Let's, let's go our separate ways. But never in that span of time did I ever think about Superman and Lois Lane having sex until <laughs> ball rats. And, yes, I'm like, and, and even at Mallrats, I was like, oh, this dude's sick. You know? <laughs> but honestly, um, and you know that's coming from the mind of Kevin Smith, uh, who, who I love. Kevin Smith's got it right on. If he did, just the power of his his uh, his moment in the sun, pun intended, would go through her back like a shotgun blast. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> in reality, he could be in the Fortress of Solitude and just sit there for like a month and let it deplete. Just get to the point where he needs some sun, and then they could go at it all night, and nothing would happen. Now, the question is, after it happens, that embryo's in her stomach. Is it just going to plow its way through her? Yeah, so that's actually – they that actually – what was it? Elseworlds? That that happened. They did an Elseworlds comic where he actually – I don't know that he did the, the Fortress of Solitude thing, and he just – Salt petered himself down to barely there, so he wouldn't kill her. Um, but he did have a child with her, and it was the child that killed her, not uh, not the actual conception component. Yeah, yeah. So now there's actually an article that was written about this. There's a little note here that says uh, Larry Niven, who I've never heard of, wrote a famous article called oh, "Man of Steel versus Woman, Woman of, of Kleenex. Kleenex." Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. So. My qu- okay, my thing is, I understand all the battles about whether he should, whether he shouldn't, did he, did he not, but whatever. DC's New 52 has them having a child. Superman Returns had him having a child with okay, a wait human a woman. 
first of all, that movie doesn't exist. No, it does. I'm sorry. Ah. I, I am sorry. I'm sorry to say it does. Brandon Routh was a fantastic Superman. His movie was horrible. He did exactly what they were told to, which was redo this. Redo Christopher Reeve. Yeah. And all right. Did. So I'm going to pivot this question because, yeah, it's whatever. I'm going to pivot this into, has there ever been a good Superman movie? Yeah, Superman 1. I'm sorry, outside of the original Superman, every time they go back to that well, outside of the Christopher Reeves. I, it, they were fantastic. Fan. They were fantastic up to number three. And then it took that weird Saving the Earth number you four. like the Richard Pryor thing? Yeah, that's number three. I liked Richard Pryor. Okay, okay. up until number, including number yeah, three. Yeah, then. one, so two, you, and three were fantastic. Okay, all and right. And then number you, you, you four comes out. The world, I forget. I forget the title of it. Uh, that's the one where Luthor makes the baby out of his as his. No, no, no. He makes the the, the Sun human. Man. Yeah, Sun Man. Yeah. That yeah, John yeah. Cryer is in also for I have no idea what what reason. Just to well, because John Cryer needed to pay the rent. That's why he's in that one. <laughs> it's like John needed to pay the rent. They couldn't find a Miss Tossmacher, so <laughs> we needed somebody. It, 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 until he got two and a half men, I, I'm pretty sure he was doing anything he needed to do to pay the rent. Yeah. So he might have been Miss Tussmacher. So yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna have to, to come down on this. I'm gonna force us to pick one. Yeah, I think I think sex with Superman would kill Lois Lane. I do too. Uh, I, I think she's dead. Yeah, uh, she may enjoy it, but uh, it would definitely kill her dead. All right. Yeah, moving along. Dang, we we're not even diverging on this at all. Uh, oh. I knew this was going to come up, and yeah, who's the best doctor? Like, in the world? Or no, you know it's the Doctor Who. Oh. It's who's the best doctor. Uh, okay, I'm not, I'm not dissing the Doctor. I've never, I never really watched the Doctor. I know of the Doctor. I know he's in his retardus. I mean, Tardis, <laughs> and he flies around time. But we all know you don't fly around time in an old telephone booth. You fly around time in a dang DeLorean. Because if you're going to make a time machine, you make it with style. We were told that by the real doctor. That's right, Dr. Emmett Brown. That's I totally right. agree with that. But, but if I have to pick one, I just started watching some of them. And this Peter Capaldi is hilarious, which is, I think he's the latest one. He's an older doctor. They went back to the older doctor. And he he does a great job. I'm not I'm not a person who usually takes to this stuff, you know. I'm, I'm I was that guy in high school who was like the doctor. Oh, <laughs> see you later. Yeah. So here here's my take on it. Um, I'm not a crazy massive Doctor Who fan. Um, I do enjoy it. Uh, what what I've seen, but it's been on the show. It's been on TV was was almost nonstop for an insane number of years. So maybe it has been nonstop. I don't even know, but it's like the longest running TV show ever. So in, in the episodes that I've seen in the seasons that I've seen, I like David Tennant, who I think is what he's 10, right? Yeah. He's the 10th doctor. Yes. I liked his character. Um, somebody told me a long time ago, uh, the one that everybody thinks of the older version was Tom Baker. Mm -hmm. He was doctor number four. He's the one with and, the scarf. Yep. He's the iconic scarf. I, you know, naturally, I would probably land on one of those. I, I, again, I like David Tennant's role. I, I liked him as the Doctor. But I postulate the following. They're not different Doctors. It is the same Doctor. Therefore, Doctor is the Doctor, is the Doctor, 
He's just reborn. There is no best doctor. It's the same guy. That's my answer to this one. All right, so that takes us through the the top five, numbers 10 through 6 on the list. And uh, doing a quick time check, I see we've passed the 30-minute mark on this one. So uh, that's good. This has gone a little bit long, which is fine. I knew We knew going in that this might take a little bit of uh, time to cover in the proper amount of detail. So I think what we're going to do – Yeah, it's a debate. Yeah, yeah. This is something that we've got to get into, especially as we get to what we know are going to be a little more intense discussions from 5 to 1. So let's do this. Let's break this. Um, We'll call this episode 2 today. We'll, We'll stop nice and even here. And then what we'll do is we'll pick up the next week, and we'll start with number five and go all the way from five to one, and that'll probably be another long one. But we'll get through each of them at that point. Excellent. If you have an opinion on any of these things, let us know at our Facebook page. Uh, We're willing to test your knowledge on this. I mean, like I said, uh, the doctor, I know nothing about the doctor. I know that one of them had a scarf and Peter Capaldi. And, you know, to, to tell you the truth, it's more of a... Weird question, because if you think about it, the rest of them, we are going up against one person or the other. The doctor is the same person. We're just deciding which actor played him better. Yeah, and, and that's my theory. That's how I'm. That's how I wrapped up my whole uh, my whole answer to that one too. Is is exactly that way. So uh, yeah, a- anything, especially you guys want to take some guesses on what you think the top five are going to be. I think uh, you could probably get an idea of what some of them might be. Uh, if you want to take some issue with what we've said on on the bottom five, definitely write us on on Facebook. Uh, make sure you download, subscribe to our podcast. Give us some likes on Facebook. Let us know you're there. But give us some posts and let us know you're there as well. Please. We've got a lot of likes showing up, but nobody's really saying anything. So, you know, it's fine. Yeah, stalk us. I don't care. I got nothing nothing but time for stalkers. Exactly. But, you know, give us something. Ask yeah, us a question. Go. Call me a dick. I don't care. There you go. You do know. that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, great. So, so uh, we'll put a wrap on this one. Uh, so this is episode two of the Ancient Geek Podcast. I uh, hope you enjoy our music on the in and outs, and uh, we'll see you next time, episode three. We'll pick it up with the other five. Thanks. Take it away. Take it away.